Guess who said this? What a surprise. Quote, he's a self-serving, dishonest, morally bankrupt, egomaniac who doesn't care about anything or anyone but his fame and bank account and is hustling the U.S., Ron Howard, the movie star, actor, director, producer, played Opie as a child in Mayberry RFD with Andy Williams as his dad and Shaky Barney Fife as the <laughs> as the sheriff, <laughs> the shakiest gun in the West. Ron Howard. He was talking about, you know who, Trump. Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm still trying to scroll for some quick good news. This one post Adam pick a Senate race Smith we lost Elijah Cummings John Lewis and Ruth Bader Ginsburg all in one year we must vote in honor of their legacy Oh, this is cute. There's a post from Arthur Patterson. There's a little boy, maybe three, four, or five years old, and his prayer is, if Trump is gone before I wake, I pray to God the news ain't fake. <laughs> if Trump is gone before I wake, I pray to God the news ain't fake. WannaPick.com, W-A-N-N-A-P-I-K.com. Oh. Fight for the things you care about. Andrew Hart Hartman's post. And fans of the readout with joy read post. Vote twenty twenty, your life depends on it.
Let me see some comments. He has a... City tutors teaching a class on September 23rd. First of all, I love being able to be a teacher. My mom is the teacher, and I feel honored. I respect all teachers out there. But I love that I get to be a teacher and teach about finding your voice and um, what that voice is and using that voice for change. So many people during this day and age say, um, I want my voice to be heard. Well, it's very important that we find what that voice is and, and utilize it in the best ways possible. So that's what my class will be about. It's free. So I want everyone to come to it, no matter what age group, um, what color, what, what nationality, whatever your background is. Come to the class, y'all. September 23rd, Varsity Tutors. I'll be teaching, all right? Finding your voice and using it for change. Love. Social Conscious Series, Varsity Tutors at VarsityTutors.com, B-A-R-S-I-T-Y-T-U-T-O-R-S.com. That's common, the rapper. The rapper is teaching social conscious. Okay, and fans of the readout with Joy Reid post, this special post, Lizette Marks Turine on August 17th posted, This Detroit Black Girls chess team won first place at national championship, but it didn't make mainstream media. In this picture of two, four, six African American young people. This is Detroit. Everybody, or something in the middle of Detroit, the medals are covering. Them. Maybe Detroit is everybody. They look really happy, relieved. They won a national championship, first place. The chess team. Oops, still scrolling for some more news. 
in the readout. Fans of the readout with Joy Reid. Michael Reynolds posted, We need a law called the Donald J. Trump Act that makes it clear that a sitting president can be indicted for crimes by naming the law after Trump. It will remind people for generations to come of Trump's corruption and ensure the name Trump will forever be associated with criminality. Was you know that was all <laughs> that was understood before he even before we even finished voting the last time in twenty. What was it, 2018? Or 16, 
Trey songs. And it's a, a video compilation of so many of the people that have been killed. Uh, Freddie Gray and so many others. It was posted by Tommy Black on June 27th and reposted by Danny Yaline. The group, the Facebook group, Fans of the Readout with Joy Reid. Oh, that was really stirring. It's had over 5 million views. Oh, man, that was, if you see it, it, you won't, you won't be able to hold your tears back. I guarantee you. There's one mother in there, she said, have you seen her son's eyes? And they shot her son's eyes out. He was uh, African American, had green eyes. He looked, I don't even think he was 20. Maybe he was in his 20s, but he looked so young. Sandra Bland, Atiana Jefferson. She was killed in her home. Sandra was killed in police custody. Brianna Taylor, a young lady named Corrine something. Oh, there were so many. Michael Brown, Philando Castile. Ooh. So many. Oh. Well, you know, it's something, I can't speak for every person, but it's something about seeing this that makes you feel, or I should speak for myself, it makes me feel as though, okay, someone has a target on my back. Well, I'm going to make every breath count, every step I take count, not waste a breath of air, not waste one heartbeat, and I surely won't waste it being in fear. No, I will try to live uh, carefully and stay awoke, but uh no. The fear of dying? No. I, that has always been part of my existence as a person of color. From childhood, trying to walk down the sidewalk to get to the kindergarten classroom and racists driving up on the sidewalk with their automobile trying to run run me down and kill me and first time as a little child you think oh somebody had an accident they're sick and they couldn't handle their car but it became obvious 
It happened so much until you had to realize what was going on. And it just continued all through adulthood. There was always someone ready to take your life. Always for people of color, that's that's everyday existence. So we have no reason to live in fear because that's the only life we've ever known. But we're just at a point now where we've reached a point where uh, the generations coming on the scene now, they're, they're not even concerned about do they live another day as long as they have to live that kind of an existence. They're not concerned about sticking around another day. We were taught to be survivors. But their agenda is totally different from that. So I pity these fools that are in police uniform or in any other uniform or organization where they think they're going to continue to get away. It's a house divided against itself cannot stand and nobody wants to see this country completely ripped apart nobody but the administration in the White House now is about the only one that appears to want it that way in this country. And voting is so important. Too many people died for me to just sit it out. But I don't have any illusions that that's the only solution. That that's, that's, I see how that's part of the solution. But even that has a a limited effect. So it doesn't surprise me when people tell me they haven't voted in a long time. Or if they're real young, they may tell me they've never voted. It's a waste of their time. And they won't even do it. I don't I don't try to lecture them or tell them why they should. No. I understand why. And I don't I don't su- subscribe to the saying that if you don't vote you don't complain. Nope. They have a right to complain and they really should. Well, that's my perspective after living here on the West Coast in Southern Cal and working all the different communities, not just one or two, and hearing all the different points of view. 
points of views from all different communities. No matter which community you go to, you're going to get, uh, I guess, the good and the bad. But I think there's a majority of consensus that something's something's going to have to change with all these killing, shooting down of of people, and no, no, nobody's convinced that all the police are doing this. Nobody's convinced all the police are bad. Nobody's naive about there are some people out to kill police. As a matter of fact, there's been so many police that have lost an eye, lost an arm, lost uh, lost just so much, so much undeservedly, so much horror has happened on both sides. Until now, people are so full of fear on both sides. And until we have someone come out from among the uh, law enforcement community and in numbers come out and say it's it's going to change this is all going to stop and if it doesn't here are the consequences for uh, a a whole list of wrongful shootings then it's just going to continue and neither side is going to back away. Keep running into more, more good news. Most of it is about Ruth Ginsburg. This is a black history, many docs. Dred Scott, 1795 through September 17, 1858, was an African enslaved man in the United States who sued for his freedom and that of his wife and their two daughters in the famous Dred Scott versus Sandford case of 1857, popularly popularly 
known as the Dred Scott decision. Dred Scott v. Sanford was a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court held that the Constitution of the United States was not meant to include American citizenship for black people regardless of whether they were enslaved or free and therefore the rights and privileges it confers upon American citizens could not apply to them. The plaintiff in the case Dred Scott, an enslaved black man whose owners had taken him from Missouri, which was a slave-holding state, into the Missouri Territory, most of which had been designated free territory by the Missouri Compromise of 1820. When his owners later brought him back to Missouri, Scott sued in court for his freedom, claiming that because he had been taken into free U.S. territory, he had automatically been freed and was legally no longer a slave. Scott sued first in Missouri State Court, which ruled that he was still a slave under its law. He then sued in U.S. Federal Court, which ruled, uh, ruled against him by deciding that it had to apply Missouri law to the case. He then appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court on March 6, 1857. The Supreme Court issued a 7-2 decision against Dred Scott in an opinion written by Chief Justice Roger Taney. The court ruled that black people, quote, are not included and were not intended to be included under the word citizens in the Constitution and can therefore claim none of the rights and privileges which that instrument provides for and secures to citizens of the United States. And the beat goes on and on and on. We don't have to go far. We don't have to look far to see some of the the causes that have led us to today, to the condition that the country is in today. Why there's still so so much chaos, confusion, and will it ever end? Who knows? Well, it's a little cooler out there, but it's still hot and sunny, so I'm out. <laughs> and 
I appreciate every one of you and I can't thank you enough. The um, analytical pages just go on and on with all the countries listening around the world. Uh, it's, it's really, really a thrilling but humbling experience, one I never expected in my lifetime. It's uh, refreshing, something that I'll never find in the United States. <laughs> so um, I'm honored to be a citizen of the world. And I may not be considered a, a value of value to this country because I'm female and multi-ethnic, but I certainly appreciate being valued by all the countries that listen into the program. I thank you, appreciate you, could never thank you enough. We'll be back in touch soon. I intend to get as much sunshine in the next few hours as possible. It's certainly a lovely, lovely day out there with finally a breeze. Uh, you need extra, extra face masks and that's okay. It's just good to be outdoors. <clears throat> Good to be outdoors. The air is a little rough. It's come, it's come up a, a lot. It's much better than what it used to be. <clears throat> so wherever you are in the world, enjoy your weekend. And let us all be grateful for the life that we have each day. Because tomorrow is not promised, certainly not guaranteed. Not in the States if you're a person of color. Make sure you appreciate every day. And love you guys. <laughs>